May is Mental Health Awareness Month. If you or someone you know is suffering from a mental health crisis, please know that help is one phone call away. If you are married to, have a relative, or even a friend that is suffering from a mental health dilemma, please gain as much knowledge and understanding as you can to help them on their journey to healing. Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Lavender Woman Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. So, I don't know. Um, Let's just start by saying, how has y'all week been so far? If y'all only knew what I've had going on in my life, um, I suffer from fibromyalgia in addition to arthritis in the joint spaces of my spine, along with some other musculoskeletal issues. And it has been a challenging week. I could not get out of bed for two days over the weekend. And yeah, but I'm back. I'm here. I did not um, record last week because y'all, I just, I couldn't. And I'm always advocating for self-care. And I thought, how unfair would it be to myself? If I recorded this week's episode knowing that I really just lacked the capacity to do so. So I didn't. And I'm really glad that I didn't because I just don't feel like I could have given it my all. And I want to give you guys the best material, the best episodes that I possibly can. So I'm back. I'm feeling better. And I am proud that I honored my self-care last week. So with this month being Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, And we've been touching on various topics all week, but today's topic is one that I've actually stalled on for several weeks now. I wanted to do this episode a while ago, actually like one of the first or second episodes, but I didn't feel like I was in a good enough space to do so. And the thing about maturity and the thing about your healing journey and just your growth spiritually and emotionally is that... You learn how to just pause and take a minute to really dig deep for your motives and why is it that, you know, you want to do this so badly. And I just knew at that particular time I wasn't ready. And so I had to check myself. I had to check my motives and I had to do some some deep healing on that, some meditation, some praying. Um, We've been fasting on Mondays and that's been really opening up just my eyes to so many possibilities and so many areas of my life that needed attention that maybe I did not see before. So I'm just thankful for the process and for the journey thus far. But just taking a step back because I can be pretty irrational and I can just act out of emotion. I'm a cancer. Um, I can't help it. I'm an emotional being. I'm an empath and Sometimes it's just hard, but as I'm growing and as I'm learning, I'm taking the time to really analyze things before I react to them or before I act on them. And that's so important. So just know that you can do the work, like be actively doing the work and still struggle. If you are perfect, then I'm sorry. This podcast is not for you because I struggle 
even while doing the work. And I think the difference between my struggle back then versus my current struggle is that I'm more self-aware. When I struggle now, I have strategies in place, you know, to help. Um, Self-awareness is everything. Because once upon a time, I'm just going to tell y'all, I was a hot mess, but I lacked the capacity to even know that I was a hot mess. And that's the difference because as I said in a previous episode, you walking around here thinking you cute when baby, everything about you is raggedy, your aura, your spirit, your heart, like everything is raggedy. So just having the maturity to take a look in the mirror and say, listen, all right, this isn't working. What do I need to do to fix this? It's it's everything. So just being self-aware. So as I was praying and meditating in and really just pondering this week's topic, I realized one thing in particular regarding this topic. Why do we give so much energy to people who don't care about us? Like, that's the real question. I want you to really think about that. Is there someone in your life that you continuously give energy to, that you continuously make time for, that you are always just feeling like you are just receiving the short end of the stick, but you're still just giving out tremendous energy to that person. I have been carefully dissecting each part of my mental health journey and my self-care, self-love journey and instantly became upset with myself. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Before I started recording this episode, I literally had an entire conversation with myself. And I know y'all are probably like, oh, she crazy, crazy. Because you know we say it twice when we really want you to know that it's real or whatever. She was having a whole conversation with herself. Y'all, I promise you, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy at all, actually. I'm sane enough to talk to myself. The real crazy part, though, is what I allowed and what I did for so long. And when I thought about that, that, that time in my life, it was really painful. And I was instantly just irritated with myself. I was instantly just like, girl, you too smart to be so stupid. You know, just so many different things that we tell ourselves when we are disappointed in decisions that we've made. And I had to come out of that and just realize that everything happens for a reason, despite the outcome, and that I needed to work on that area of my life. So, We're back to the question, why do we exert so much energy on or towards people who do not care about us? I mean, is it human nature because we care about them and we're expecting it in return? When I look back over the last three years of my life, I was giving so much energy out, y'all, like energy that I actually didn't have to give, energy that I needed to keep for myself because literally it was all that I had to people who wouldn't even show up for me when I needed them. And I'm talking about when I was going through, like through, through, I'm going to say it twice so you know it's real, but granted, And I do understand this because Lord knows I have family members who can pretty much just use your weakness for kindness. So I get that some people are like always going through for various reasons. And this is not a judgment zone at all. But sometimes when you're constantly going through, like going through, going through, going through, and you're leaning and depending and leaning and depending, 
it can sometimes make the people in your life feel burned out from always having to be there for you. I get that part. I felt burned out um, from having to do that for multiple people so many times, like over and over again. It's usually because of the same things over and over again, and you just get tired and it's exhausting. So I understand that point of view. But for me, rarely am I going through something that I can't get through on my own, of course, with the help of the good Lord, but I rarely need people to show up for me. That's just the reality of my life. I rarely need people to show up for me or hold space for me. So when that happens and I do need someone, there's an expectation there. And I've heard it all before. I know what y'all are saying. That word expectation, it's a tricky word because a lot of people feel like the first step to heartbreak is expectancy. Or if you want to avoid disappointments, then don't expect anything from anyone. And it goes on and on and on about just the negative connotation of the word expectancy or expectation. And I think that is cool for random people, for people who hold no value in your life. But for people who are important to you, that you love, that you care about, there should be a level of expectation for those type of people. I think it's normal and I think it's common for us to have expectation for certain people in our lives. And when it comes to a group of people um, that are equally loving and share equal parts of each other's lives, I feel that it is the group's responsibility to hold each other accountable. So it's eight of us. And I noticed that one of us isn't really being here for our sister, for our brother. Like we should like, yo, what's going on? Like, have you checked on her? Have you called? You know, I'm going to make sure that we're doing everything we can to not let that person feel neglected or abandoned in their time of need. And it's just like an accountability check to just have an accountability partner to say, listen, we're going to get through this. We're going to figure it out. You're not alone. It's so important when you're going through because you can literally feel like you're all alone. And that's never a good feeling, especially when you're going through. So when I think back to that dark, like y'all, <laughs> dark and desperate time in my life, I am so like, I'm, disappointed is not even like an accurate word to describe how I felt with myself. I mean, I was going through hell, but I was using what energy I had left on people who just simply didn't care about what I was going through. And a, a transparent moment here is that in 2017, I had a nervous breakdown. I don't talk about it much. I hint about it here and there, you know, across different platforms and like my close family and my close friends know. But I really don't talk about it because I lost so much all at one time. And... When I lost all of that, I literally lost my mind along with it. And I'm so thankful for a doctor who ignored me saying I was fine. I was just going through. I'll be okay. I'm just sad today. Like, she was like, listen, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I've been doing this for too long. I've been your doctor for over a decade. 
you are not well. And just to hear those words that like my mental health wasn't well because I'm me. And if anybody knows me, then they know that I am super strong. I am like super independent. And I just, I had a hard time actually digesting and accepting that I wasn't well mentally. And when I came to the reality of it, it was just too much to bear. So I'm going through all of this and I'm concerned about why this person hasn't called. This person hasn't come by. This person has like, why y'all lost my whole mind? And I'm still checking and concerned and trying to figure out people, the energy that I did not have in that moment, I was exerting towards people. Y'all, I'm talking about your girl could have ended up in like a real mental institution, like padded room, like what you see on television. But I had a great team of doctors who stepped in to make sure that I was receiving the help that I need, that I was getting my counseling and my therapy sessions in, that I was taking my low-dose medication, and that I was following through with the instructional plan that had been put in place for me because this could have turned out different. And we see this happen so often with our families and we see it happen just across the board. Even when we look at people on TV who are portraying a role, we all know someone who may be like that character. Even though that character may not be real, this could just be a television show, just a movie. We all know someone that is like that. So this really could have ended scary, but I was so worried about people. And I don't understand that. So because it hurts when people that you will go to the ends of the earth for, that you've proven and shown that you will go to the ends of the earth for, don't show up a whole space for you, what do you do? What do you do? The first thing you do is you stop sending energy towards it. Of course, we're going to have optimistic outcomes. We're going to hope for the best. But listen, keep that same energy. Keep your energy. Because you need it more than the person who isn't even checking for you. You need your energy. So just just keep it to yourself. Keep your energy for yourself because you're going to need it. Um, so many people who know me, and I mean on a personal level. I don't mean on this podcast level. I don't mean on a coworker level. I mean who know me, know me. Know that I'm a nerd. And when I say that, it's not to offend anyone because I think the words like nerd and geek now are really highly offensive words and they're not to me. So if that word is offensive to you, I do apologize. It is not my intention to offend you, but I am straight up a nerd, straight up a geek. All I do is read, I research, and I write. I rarely watch television because I'm so consumed in reading, researching, and writing. So lately, I have been reading and researching cold cases and serial killers. I know, I know y'all, your, your girl's mind is back intact. I'm, I'm good, but listen, I don't know. It's just something about those cold cases. And when you listen to them, when you watch them, it's like, how did the police miss that? I mean, the writing was on the wall. Are you serious? And I think I just love the investigative aspect of it all. So when this one um, cold case that I was following, there was a husband that was attempting to kill his wife, but he was interrupted. 
so he left her for dead instead. And I'm going somewhere with this. I know it makes no sense right now, but just keep tracking with me. So he left her for dead. After the interruption was gone, he went back to check and see if she was dead. Keywords of that phrase, he went back. And I know we're talking about a serial killer. I know we're talking about a, a man that was, you know, trying to kill his wife. That's not the part that we're putting emphasis on. It's the he went back to check part, okay? He went back to check to see if she was actually dead. How many times do people leave us for dead and they don't even come back to check on us, y'all? Like, we're over here like, hey, hey, yo, I, I didn't die. Like, I'm over here, I just need a little help. But you look around and there's no one to be found. And you're like, what in the world? It's like the people that left you for dead are irritated with you that you didn't die. I don't even... I can't even, I just, I can't. So I'm just not even going to because I can't. I have tried and I can't. So what did I learn during my experience with my mental breakdown, with my um, depression, with my anxiety, just during that rough season of my life? What did I learn concerning my energy? So, as I've stated before in previous episodes, I'm not a professional. I don't claim to be a professional. I'm not a therapist, a doctor, a psychiatrist, a psychologist. I'm none of those things. I legit just have a ton of life experiences that I am sharing with you guys. So, if you need professional help, please seek professional help. Um, But I'm not your professional help, okay? I just want to put that out there as a disclaimer. So I learned a lot concerning my energy, but at the top of my list, it's number one, girl, love yourself. And I know that seems simple and it seems small, but it is so major. Love yourself. No one besides our spiritual father can love you more than you can love you. No human being can love you more than you love you. That's just the reality. Your spouse can love you, boo, but he can't love you the way that you love you. Your children can love you. Your parents can love you, your siblings. But the love that you have for yourself, that is the most important love besides the love of our father, our spiritual father. So when we are expecting another person to love us through our traumas and they don't, you have to ask yourself, Am I loving myself through this situation? And a lot of times we're not because we're so dependent on that person's love to get us through. And there's nothing wrong with people extending love to you when you're going through. But you have to make sure you're loving you when you're going through. And I just think more times than we would like to admit, we don't even think about ourselves in that aspect. It's just like, of course I love myself. But yo, I needed my spouse to love me do through this situation because it was just awful and your spouse should, but boo, do you love you? Are you speaking positively to yourself while you're going through the situation? Waking up in the morning and saying, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am courageous. I am a survivor. I am whatever it is that you need to speak life into for your situation. Are you doing that for you? You know, the level of love that you are expecting from everyone else is the level of love that you should be giving to yourself. 
So what I've learned on my journey concerning my energy is first, I got to make sure I'm loving myself. Secondly, sometimes you are your crew or your team. All right. So, you know, it's this whole little saying now, like, you know, your vibe is your tribe or whatever. Yeah, all of that is cool. But what, what about when you are your tribe? Hmm? Hmm? What about when there is a one-man band? Then what? Sometimes there won't be anyone to hold space for you. That is the reality of this thing we call life. The entire premise of people holding space for you is to walk alongside you without judgment, sharing in the journey. But sometimes you have to pick yourself up and hold space for yourself and make a commitment that you are going to get through this situation no matter what it takes. No matter what it takes. So sometimes you are your crew. Sometimes you are your tribe. And there's nothing wrong with that. Especially as we get older. I, I will not disclose of my age. Not in this episode. <laughs> but as we get older for us that are like mid-30s. People who like are approaching 40 especially. Girl, that trap is going to change. That whole, like, everything is going to change. And people always will tell me that, girl, when you get older, everything is different. You're not worried about this, that one, and the other. And it's just like, no, mm, I, don't, I don't see that for my life. But listen, it can very much be your life. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's always quality over quantity. You just have to remember that. So, usually... On the podcast, I don't know if y'all, if you guys have noticed, but as I go back and I listen to the episodes, I was noticing a trend across the episodes. There's usually a meme that I will see that will inspire the topics um, of our conversations, and it happens so often that I will be incorporating a segment called "So I Saw a Meme." So as I run across different memes and things that just inspire me, we will incorporate that segment. However, this week, it was not a meme. It was actually a song. So DJ Khaled dropped his new album last Friday. And for those of, uh, you, know, for those of you who know me, y'all know I really don't like rap. I, I don't care for it. I'm more of a 90s R&B girl. I'm more of a... Um, Sade, more of a Erica Badu, Jill Scott. That's really my vibe. A chick do love her go-go. I will turn up if you turn on some go-go. And of course, I love J and I love B. But outside of that, I really don't listen to rap. But I streamed the album only because they had a Nipsey's track on it. And y'all know how I'm feeling about Nipsey. So as I was skimming through the album and adding, you know, a few songs to my favorites list, because there are a few pretty nice tracks up there, um, I ran into this track with Big Sean. And one of the lines that he said in that song is going to yield this segment, So I Heard a Song. So from week to week, you'll either hear me say, So I Saw a Meme, or you'll hear me say, so I heard a song. 
So this week I heard a song and the lyrics were, letting go of grudges, I used to feel a way about. Some emotions are too taxing to keep paying out. Okay, let's pause for a second. I told y'all I'm a cancer, so y'all know I'm mad emotional. I'm mad loyal, but I'm mad emotional. So when I heard that line of that song, y'all, I paused it. No lie. I re <laughs> I backtracked. I listened to it again. I paused it. I picked up the phone. I called my husband. was like, yo, did you hear what Big Sean said in, on that song? He was like, on what song? And it's just like so random for me to call him like that. Y'all, I had to write it down so I would not forget it because when you are paying out emotions and energy that you can't afford to pay out yo it's taxing and let me tell y'all something i don't know about y'all life but me and uncle sam we not friends like this whole tax thing y'all it gets anyway that's a whole conversation for a whole another day but i'm not for paying taxes that i'm not supposed to be paying I'm going to pay what I'm supposed to pay and I'm going to keep it moving. And we need to be like that with our emotions and with our energy. I'm not giving out anything extra. I can't afford to. I have to keep something for myself. So when I heard that line, I realized that I was holding hard grudges, not just grudges, hard grudges against people. And I couldn't afford to do that anymore. I just could not afford to keep paying out that energy and those negative emotions. And ultimately, I think just holding in all of that was a contributing factor to me literally just having a breakdown. And what is a grudge anyway? It's specific negative energy. Who has time for that? Hmm? Who, who has time for that? I know I don't have time for that. Listen, my skin is flourishing. Like when I tell y'all there is not a blemish, a pimple, discoloration, nothing in sight. My skin is flourishing. I'm drinking my water, y'all. I'm drinking my 80 ounces of water a day. How am I supposed to have time to have a negative energy towards somebody? <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have room. I don't have space for it in my life anymore i held on to it long enough and it has to go give it the eviction notice like yo kick that negative energy out of your life it has to go so the next point that that leads me to is number three forgive people who never said sorry like i get it's not fair but it's necessary when I actually looked at myself and saw how ugly that these feelings were making my heart and my spirit and my aura, I felt like a fool. Like, real talk, I felt like a fool. To hold a grudge against someone is wasted energy. And it is time-consuming. And before you know it, you'll look up and it's going to be a decade and you still mad. They have gone on with their lives not thinking about you and you still over here, Matt. Girl, listen, I don't have time. I do not have time between work, this podcast, some other business ventures I'm working on, my kids, my husband, my household, these errands, these... Listen, I don't have time. And I think that's why most of us feel so drained all the time because we're giving away our energy and our emotions towards things that do not benefit us and are not in our favor. Cut it out. 
Like as of today, let it go. <laughs> to stay mad, to stay upset, to stay hurt is only wasting precious time on this earth. And the thing about living is that you don't know how much time you have left. So it makes no sense to waste it on people who have disregarded you. I don't know how much time I have left on this earth. So each day I need to wake up with intentions to make the best of it. To let go of any negative energy, any negative feelings that I have, any grudges. To cleanse myself of those negative vibes and move forward in light and in prosperity. You have to be intentional with, you have to wake up every day and do it. You just can't say it once and think it's just going to manifest. Oh no, you have to be intentional with it. So you may have to forgive people who never said sorry, who never said, I apologize, who never acknowledged the hurt that they caused you. Forgive them anyway. Because holding on to that unforgiveness and that animosity is like you drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Forgiveness is never about the other person. And that's where we're, we get forgiveness so like misconstrued. It's never about the other person. Forgiveness is always about you. Forgiveness is you releasing the offense so that you can move forward in peace. Remember. Energy, the enemy is the author of confusion. He sows discord. It's all he does. God is the author of peace. Girl, go get your peace back. For real, go get your peace back. Whenever there's just a bunch of drama and negative energy and confusion going on with your life, you have to remind yourself that that is the enemy that is working against you and sowing discord in your life. That's not how God operates. He operates in peace. So go get your peace back because half of these people that you worried about, girl, girl, bye. They're not worried about you and they're not worth your precious time or your energy. Okay. So every week we set our affirmations and we plant our lavender seeds of intention. We repeat our affirmation every day for the next seven days and we water and we nurture our seeds of intention for the following week as well. This week's affirmation, y'all, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, yep, that's the affirmation. I don't need to think about it anymore. I don't need to, you know, try to figure out something more, something deeper, something more poetic. No, it was straight up. People are unpredictable, but my energy stays intact. Listen, people will flip up and change on you, how you respond, how you react, how you maintain your energy is what's important. So regardless of how unpredictable people are, I'm going to make sure that my energy is intact. That is the affirmation. People are unpredictable, but my energy remains intact. <sighs> Y'all, we can stop right here. Like, do we, do we need to plant seeds this week? Of course we need to plant seeds this week. So our seed of intention is grace. And I chose grace because we have all done things to hurt people before. And when you are on the receiving end of hurt, of course, it's never fun. Of course, it's not anything that you're walking around smiling about. But I don't know a person on this earth that hasn't hurt someone. 
I think a lot of times the it's things a little bit harder. It's because you never expected that type of hurt to come from that particular person. But our seed of intention for this week is grace. You got to extend grace. And you also have to understand that you were grace for such a time as this. You were grace for this period in your life. You were grace for this season in your life. And you also need to extend grace to the people or the person that hurt you. You have to give them grace, whether you want to or not, whether they deserve it or not. None of us actually deserve grace. But God's graces and his mercies are new every single morning. So listen, grace is when someone deserves and this is my definition, y'all. I'm not a theologian, okay? This is going to be the, the real talk lavender woman's definition. Grace is when someone deserves to get fussed out, deserves for you to take your earrings off and like square up. But instead, you wish them well and keep it moving. That's grace. That's my definition of grace. For what I try and attempt to exude daily. Like, yo, I be wanting to react and go off and really just lay it out there. But then I say, you know what? God bless you. And you keep it moving. That's grace. Grace is like, I don't know, when someone has done you wrong, but you pray blessings upon their life. That's literally grace. Because name a time when you haven't done something wrong. So I'm not saying that these people who have caused this pain or this anguish in your life, you know, are like the best people in the world. But we have all fallen short. We have all fallen short. And when you remind yourself that you are just as human as they are, it puts things in perspective as far as your forgiveness and your grace towards them. Grace is the extension of forgiveness and love that we don't deserve, but it's given to us freely anyways. Grace is free when we give it. I mean, God, Jesus paid the ultimate price for the grace that we receive daily, but the grace that we extend to others is free. It doesn't cost us anything. If anything, it lightens our load. It takes the darkness out of our heart. If anything, we gain something when we extend others grace. And one of the objectives of the podcast is to become more graceful and grace-filled. We have to remember that when people conspire against us, when people hurt us, when people leave us, we have to remember, I have hurt someone. I have caused someone pain. I'm going to extend this person grace. I may not. Deal with you like that anymore, but I'm going to extend you grace. I'm going to pray God's blessings over your life, and I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to forgive you because I've been where you are, and someone forgave me, and someone extended me grace, and someone prayed for me. You know, it's kind of like that long-handled spoon scenario. I can wish you well, and I can love you from over there. You know, sometimes just protecting your personal space and your energy is so important. So you don't have to let everyone back in, of course, but just discerning those type of situations. So 
today, which is Wednesday, May 22nd, would have been my grandma's birthday. She was born May 22nd, 1935, and I miss her daily. There is literally not a day that goes by that I don't think about her. And it's so ironic that May is Mental Health Awareness Month because I lost, <laughs> y'all lost so much in the month of May a few years ago. I lost so much. And we're going, we're going to go into a deeper episode next week to wrap up May and just mental health and things of that nature. But I just wanted to express my love for her still. I feel her spirit daily. I hear her. If you have ever suffered a loss, like the loss that I suffered, I sympathize with you because I know what you're going through. So for this episode to be airing on her birthday, it's been a rough, rough, rough month, you guys. And there are so many people who have so many questions about that particular time of my life. And I, like I said earlier, I haven't talked about it really. And I know so many people are struggling with different areas of mental health and they're going through different types of traumas and y'all people that saying that time heals all wounds I I can't say that I agree with it because right now I have tears literally falling from my eyes so I just want to say happy birthday grandma I love you and I miss you and I hope that you are proud of me. That is my goal. My goal is never to be rich with things or money. I want to be rich in experiences and rich in love and rich in community and rich in service. All the things that my grandmother was rich in. And I hope that I've made you proud. So with that being said, remember that this is a journey. Life is literally a marathon, not a sprint. And we're going to do the work. We are going to do the work. I'm so proud of us. So proud of everyone who is making a conscious effort each day to be the best versions of themselves that they can be despite what they're going through, despite the cards that they've been dealt. I love you. Until next time.